You're listening to Art Happens Here, the podcast that explores the often curious and occasionally amazing art installations on, in, and around the campuses of Lansing Community College. I'm your host, Bruce Mackley. Well, we're back with the pleasure of talking to President Emeritus, Dr. Brent Knight of Lansing Community College and Director of Facilities, Tim Martz. Welcome back, guys. We could sit here and roll all day. I mean, I know we could. Um, We have all these shared history and all these amazing projects we were involved in, but let's just delve into just a couple of big things. I know the red ribbon we want to talk about a little bit. This is a sculpture. It stands 20 feet high-ish, something like this. It's fabricated of metal and it's it looks like a big silk ribbon but it's steel and it marks the southern border of our main downtown campus sort of a visual icon for many years so tim dr knight anyone want to take the take the reins on this well it was early it was our first right. really large sculptures and again we're not sculpture builders by trade but we wanted a wonderful result, something we could afford. And so we tackled the ribbon and we were involved with Banish Welding. Mm-hmm. And then they hooked us up with Jim, right? Jim Cunningham. And in Jim Cunningham, he was former professor at Michigan State and he was instrumental and we had a design And people that I encounter generally want to make sculptures the size of a refrigerator. And I understood that I was (laughs) not going there. I wanted a sculpture that could be adjacent to a large building and hold its own. And so the red ribbon is as tall as it is because that's the height of the roof at Banish Welding. That's as tall as, if Banish had a taller roof, we'd have had a taller sculpture. That's the truth. That's all it was. I can confirm that. So Tim worked with Jim and me, and Tim and I have a great story about Jim in my office and designing the base. And Jim wanted a base that looked like a boat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I did not. I wanted a round. And so anyway, Tim helped me enable us to get round. And then we wanted a base that looked great. And there were some issues there. And Tim helped me with that. And then it was being fabricated at Banish. And Tim and I went over there, what was in raw steel. And I was worried about... 19-year-olds climbing it in in the middle of the night. That would have been me. Intoxicated 19-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. And would they get hurt? Right. Mm-hmm. So we reinforced it so that it could withstand 19-year-olds if they climbed up there. I don't think anyone ever has. No, but, not, knock on wood, no. But mm-hmm. we were worried about that safety. The other part that Tim did, too, is the stainless steel 
rod, if you yep. will. It's, yep. it's it's more than a rod. It's mm-hmm. large. Yeah. It goes up the middle for structural support. Mm-hmm. And Tim, I, did you find the guy in Mount Pleasant? Yeah, Mount Pleasant. And we decided to make it out of stainless. Yes. And then we decided, well, we need to somehow make it so it really shines. So we took it up there and we had it turned with them and they polished it. It's mirror polished. Yes, mirror polished. It is. And then came yes. back and, and, and put it together. And it sits on an angle and it's in a monument that's that's quite a few cubic yards of concrete. Yeah. And once we decided that, then we said, geez, it just can't be concrete. We had to cover it with an outside. Faceted granite panels. And the granite panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it kind of... It was one of those things where we started out with an idea and design, and this kept working as we did it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on a piece of paper, oh, this is what we're going to build. No, mm-hmm. we, we engineered and we made it look at, like Dr. Nice said, the height of it was because of Banish's facility. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we elevated the, the, the actual base. the base. Mm-hmm. So that's like four and a half feet, five feet tall, and then sure. we put this on top. To, so we would match so it would look good with the building. You know, yeah. the size of the building. Yeah. So we started off with, with this, and then we kept engineering as we went yeah. along to make it so it fit mm-hmm. where we wanted to put it. Yeah, and it has this um, visual appeal because the style is unlike anything else on campus. It's not like a stiff block of this or a curved block of that. It is a fluid. It looks like a photograph of something that's moving. And this polished steel rod, I've illustrated this thing, the polished rod reflects aspects of the ribbon in it in red. It's fire engine red. And it's so cool. It looks like intentional. And it was one of those things. I, I believe the sculpture's name is Education and Community. That, yeah, Jim did that. But every one of these sculptures has a story like that. Mm-hmm. And and what that is, is, is our team. And sometimes the team was me and Tim. Mm-hmm. And then... Other times the team had 10 people. Whatever it was, we would just keep working. Mm-hmm. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? And we tried to get to perfection in the end, and that's mm-hmm. how we approached every one of them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, I know you follow the news. Tim, I hope you follow the news. Um, LCC is widely regarded as one of the most beautiful campuses in Michigan, including universities in higher ed. I posted things on social saying, I actually work here with a picture of something, Mm -hmm. you know, and people understand, they get it. And I don't want to pin anyone down too hard, but I just got to know, you're going to go first, uh, Mr. Martz. And this doesn't need to be art centric. This can apply to anything because your your responsibility areas are so vast here. Um, Is there any single project that you're most proud of? I really, and I thought about this because uh, you've asked that question before. I have to look at the total campus itself and what we've done, and that's the best project, the the ultimate that I, I have to say. I'm, I'm here many times early in the morning, and everything is lit up. Mm-hmm. And I come to work. I start down this, the Capitol Avenue, and I just look at what's going on, the lighting, the sculptures, the buildings, and it's just, it just, it, it takes my breath away someday saying how beautiful it is. It is. And all of those single things that we've done creates the total. And I just say it, it's the campus. That's a good it's answer. Absolutely the campus. 
That's a good answer. Um, is there anything that you wished you'd done differently? I mean, I guess your first answer encapsulates that. I try not to look back. I look. And I get that. Idea. And I, yeah. I, uh, it's, it's one of those things where I wish I would have. I wish. No, you have to take life, and you say, "This is this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We we do the best we can." Is there things that we might have done just a tad bit different? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you know what? No, it's just we're here. Yeah. And we've we've done a great job. A perfect reflection of your personality, sir. Um, Dr. Knight, I feel kind of intimidated asking, asking you this, but is there any single thing that you're proud of if you had to pick a project or is it like this campus as a whole approach that that Tim mentioned? uh, I'm first of all, proud of the the total, um, because I mean, over a thousand images that we created in one way or another. And, and that has a story. I mean, how do you hang them and how high and how big? And I mean, that's not that easy. Yeah. And all these specialties, we just talked about the stainless and the polished stainless and the granite and all of that. And even the balloons on the side, how high to yes. put them in. Yes. Yeah. It looks easy when it's all done, but it's not easy when you're starting with a blank piece of paper. With Tim here, um, if I were to answer the question you asked Tim for Tim, Mm -hmm. I would talk about the arts and sciences remodel. The phrase I'm about to use, I almost never use. But the arts and sciences remodel, I would say, oh my God, oh my. What a difficult project Mm -hmm. it was and it was again more of an early project in in my time here and we were wholly transforming a building taking it from the 70s type and turning it into something altogether different and going back to our early design work with the architect and how we caused the architect no, we are not just remodeling a building. Can you share the story about the binder? You had a story about how they would say community colleges are the fours and the yes. fives. Yeah. Yeah. The architect was a big architect out of Southeast Michigan, and they did Michigan higher ed. They did universities. They did all kinds of stuff, big firm. And we talked with them, and to me, we weren't communicating well. It, it, and... <laughs> And, they weren't listening. Well, no, I, I just didn't get it. And so finally we learned that, oh, well, you're a community college, so you get this. And what that was was you get concrete block walls. Mushroom and, colored paint. Mushroom paint. Yep. And that's what we do because you're a community college. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. And... And they had a project they were doing for Wayne State University and the wall. And I said, that's what I want that. Give me that. So it was a very different look. And so we migrated. No, we're making a great building. Do you understand? We're not just doing a remodel. We're going to great. And we had to do it while it operated. Yeah. I mean, it, we, we couldn't close the building. Mm-hmm. So then Tim had to deal with the dust and the fumes and the noise 
and people occupying it and the, the you, you can't control temperature like you'd like to and you're operating and plumbing and electric and, we're completely and, and yeah. we're jackhammering down below and mm-hmm. we're jackhammering above and yeah. and people are trying to teach and learn and and tim was at the forefront of all that and at the same time we were trying to design a really great building, a great learning experience, a building that would just by nature incorporate teaching and learning and ambient learning and design and even the restrooms. We yes. went to great lengths on how they functioned yep. and how they looked. Yep. The and, glass tiles, and, the custom artwork. And you walk in the front door and we had a low ceiling. And so I said, well, let's try to make it look like a high ceiling. <laughs> yeah. So we did. And uh, I remain abundantly proud yeah. of our work, our design, and our outcome. And Tim really was captain of that team. Yeah and made it happen, and it's a wonderful result. Well, there's a presentation quality to this day, then it will continue when you walk in the front door of that building. The building was built in the 70s, and I'm sure it was state-of-the-art then, beating an old term to death, state-of-the-art. It has been brought up to speed, uh, not just with artwork, but as I recall, the award was given, and the plumbing was done, the electric was, it was all done at the same time. I remember seeing a 3D drawing of the building, and they had pulled it apart. And it was extremely complex. And these halls are populated with ambient learning graphics. Every landing, there's an 80-inch monitor for wayfinding. And I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, Glass walls, beautiful display cases for learning. No, that's a great answer. That was was one heck of an effort. Um, In marketing, I remember, you know, we wrapped the building. We had a wrap around the outside of the building for the relaunching of it and the media blitz that followed. And the ribbon might have been on the tail of that, I think. It it was after. It was after. But it was just an abundantly difficult project. Yeah. Yeah. Well, having the whiteboards there, you go up to the second floor and there was concern. What if they write dirty letters and what are they going to do? You know, there's these whiteboards that are just asking for student expression. They're there for the students to like doodle. Thoughts, you know, you walk by and you'll, you'll read some random cool thought and they weren't abused. Again, going back to presenting people with an environment that elevates self-expectation. They feel important and relevant when they're in those spaces. They feel like they're valued. You know, the classrooms, some of these ceilings, they look like something out of a Disney movie with the steel and the angles and the walls with the beveled and the crumpled plaster. And they have these LED walls on every level. That's another thing. When the folks from Kalamazoo came through, I got access to one of those closets because I had a master key. And there are, for our listeners, there are these walls that are, they're situated in the center of each floor adjacent to the elevators and they're textured walls. And there are active LEDs that change colors with a spectrum. And they're trippy and cool. I mean, they're just photographic. They're beautiful. I mean, they're just, and they're there for their own sake. I'll tell a very quick story that I would take people on tours. I know. And Mm -hmm. I did many tours. Mm -hmm. And the most remarkable tour was I had the city people, the board members and city municipal leaders types come on a tour. And they were somewhat grim 
when we started. And unusually grim. I thought, huh, this is odd. I mean, hmm. okay. So we got into the tour, and one of them tugged on my sleeve, and she said, we didn't want to come here. We thought this would be so boring to, <laughs> to, to, see, your, to see your classroom building. It dragged around said, a little building. This is just wonderful. We're so glad we came. Uh-huh. And, 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 and another, another part of it, too, I mean, it has, uh, when you come in the front door, there is artwork on the right. And who's the artist? Uh, Brian Whitfield? Yes. Brian Whitfield. Yes, that's right. He's a, a, a black artist. Yeah, we went to school together. I interviewed him twice. In, in Lansing. And yeah, he's extraordinary. One of his works on, yeah. on the right wall. I'd like to have him back. On the second floor, we have a wonderful Native American mm-hmm. oil painting. Yes. It's yeah. just great. In its own alcove, too. Yeah, and like it's, a quiet, it's in its yeah. own space. And on the bottom floor, the lowest floor, and Tim and I could talk a long time about that floor because it's the basement. Mm-hmm. It has no windows. Right. And it historically has been heavily used. They've taught a lot of math there, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a dungeon. Dreadful. It yeah. was not a pleasant place. No. And no. and Tim and I, we were determined to turn it into a place that you'd like to go. Mm-hmm. And so we did a whole series of projects to enable that. And we have themed classrooms on that level. Yeah. And... One of them is the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. And yes. I have yep. taken black groups through there. Mm-hmm. And some people literally have shed tears. Really? Become very emotional yeah. when visiting that space. Mm-hmm. And that's quite remarkable. And that goes back to people think they're coming to a classroom building. Yeah. But it's a whole lot more than that. Yeah, and they, they regard themselves differently. They changed when they leave. And I'll share a really quick story. I have to share this, and I've shared it with you. I don't know, Tim, if you know this. Um, I remember there was some, some talk when the building was being redesigned, and many faculty lost their, their offices with the doors, the big wooden doors, these like cells of solitude. Some of these spaces, the stuff was piled up to the ceiling. They hadn't, anyway fire hazards or whatnot, who knows? I mean, I got my habits too. At any rate, there was uh, some negativity about losing their offices to more collaborative spaces. Fast forward to when the building reopens. I was over there measuring the wall for artwork. It was locked otherwise, faculty were coming back. I will remember, I'll never forget, they're, they're walking in with their stuff and they're looking around, they're just dumbfounded, beautiful. I mean, they're like, look at this place and smiles, you know, it just, it came full circle. That building is unforgettable. I'm gonna wrap things up a little bit here. Um, I got one, one, while you mentioned that, no, just please do. one quick point. No, please. During my 12 years here, we did a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And like when we did the corner of Saginaw and Capitol, mm-hmm. yes. there were several structures there, mm-hmm. um, tired structures mm-hmm. and so I wish to repurpose that whole thing and turn it into kind of a mini park and all well I caught abundant hell I remember for doing that I'm delighted 
with the result. Mm -hmm. I do it over again. And when we did arts and sciences, I caught hell on, on those offices. And so when you look at things, many people would think, well, gee, that's nice. Well, that's nice, and that's nice, too. Well, yeah, it's nice, okay. It wasn't easy. In hindsight. You know, I caught hell. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it, try, when people didn't understand what I was trying to do, and you can blame me for oh, yeah. not communicating or something, but yeah. good outcomes have a price. Well, vision comes at a price, too. And I'll share with you really quick, I could keep going, my office overlooks that. I'm on the second floor uh, in the marketing on the corner there. I have seen more students in their cap and gowns taking pictures in front of that monument. It's just the perfect backdrop. It says Lansing Community College, this arched brick monument. It's the, it's the North Gateway to campus. It's just a great setting for a selfie to, of accomplishment, a selfie of their accomplishment here. Yeah. Very worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's beautifully landscaped. And you turn in, you're like, I'm at Lansing Community College. Right. I mean, you get it. Yes. Yep. You get it. When I came here in 2008, I went to a community meeting and people were lamenting about what they call the Saginaw Corridor for not being very attractive. Right. And I drove down the Saginaw Corridor today, and it continues to have issues. Yeah, there are issues. And, yeah. But I came away from that meeting, and I said, well, I can't deal with the entire Saginaw Corridor, <laughs> but I can address the Lansing Community College frontage, mm -hmm. and we have. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, remarkable. It's so wonderful to be involved in that. Um, well, gentlemen, again, it's been great having you. I'd love to have you back. President Knight, uh, Director of Facilities, Tim Martz, always thrilling to see you and to work with you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Well, thank you. It's been great. Leonardo da Vinci once said, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. If you want to check out what I've been talking about, just visit this episode at lccconnect.org. Art Happens Here is a production of LCC Connect. Thanks for lending us your imagination. <laughs>